It's time for the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket with Chris Dewar on WTAD. It's 30 minutes of scores, coaches' interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. And tip-top of the morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket for Saturday, December the 8th. In full disclosure, I'm going to tell you, I'm probably as ill-prepared for this show today as I have been at any point ever doing it. I've been out of work all week, only kind of had one eye on the sports world because I have been doing numerous, maybe too many father of the bride duties for today's nuptials between my daughter and my future son-in-law. So I will be relying on a really great guest list today to carry us through. And I've got two of the best, two guys we can always bank on to help us out. So coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to talk with Brian Ray, the head boys basketball coach at Payson Seymour, undefeated Payson Seymour, which is really kind of a nice story in itself, because considering what the Indians lost to graduation last Last year, It's really hard to imagine, but this might actually be a better Indian squad. We'll pick Brian Ray's brain about that and kind of what they've done to this point to kind of foster all this early success. And we're going to talk to Cody Leonard, the head coach of the Monroe City girls basketball team, as they try to win their own tournament title tonight against a surprising upstart in Paris who kind of shocked the world this week and beat Palmyra in the semifinals. So lots of goodness to talk about there as well. And again, I'm going to be banking on these guys to carry us through, and they always do fantastic work. So you are in store for two wonderful interviews over the next 30 minutes. But before we get to that, I'm going to catch you up to speed on what happened last night, and I'm probably going to catch myself up to speed in the process as well. And it starts with some really much-needed news for Andy Douglas and the Blue Devils as they get off the schneid last night with a big win at Rock Island Alleman, 71-41, to a 30-point spread on that victory for Quincy High School, which picks up its first victory of the season and improves to 1-5 on the season, but more importantly, 1-1 one one in the conference. Adante Kreider leading the way last night with 17 points. Jaden Smith added 14. Here's maybe the most important development. Jeremiah Tolton, that big man they need, the freshman, stepped up big last night and added 13 points. I think moving forward for Andy Douglas, he's really the key to Quincy High School finding some traction because he is both a stretch guy who can do a lot of things from the perimeter, but also has that ability to grab some rebounds, to affect a little size, uh, close to 6-4, to kind of add that needed dimension to the Blue Devils. So nice to see him step up last night. That was the good news in the Gem City. The bad news, really rough second half last night in Breeze for the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders. Game was tied at the half. Second half, modern day, hits the accelerator and beats Q&D 65-45. The Raiders fall to 3-2 and on the season. Uh, the lone bright spot, I, I guess, for Quincy Notre Dame last night was Dylan Foley's 13 points. I mentioned we're going to have Brian Ray on with us. His team improved to 6-0 last night with a 55-41 victory over Menden Unity. Uh, that was a game that got a little chippy at the end. People are going to make more of that than they probably need to. It is a great rivalry, two competitive squads. The team up for football, not a big deal, a little bit of pushing and shoving, but obviously competitive kids who go after each other, two really well-coached programs with two really intense approaches to the game. And last night it was Pace and Seymour pulling it off behind 20 points from Cole Short, uh, Schwartz and another 19 points last night from Tanner Kennedy to help lead the way there. Also last night, West Hancock, a 51-44 to winner over Macomb. That West Central juggernaut gears up again last night and wins by 50 over ISD, 69-19. Cole Howard with 14 points in the victory there at the Spartan Classic. 
Western of Barry with a championship win last night over Brussels, 52-27. to Kyle Colgrove led the way with 17 points in that one. It was Brown County taking third place in that same event, knocking off Greenfield 70-64. to Fifth place goes to North Green, which beats Griggsville Perry 57-54 to as well. The Triopia Trojans go on the road and win by 13 points at Liberty last night, 64-51. to Jordan Nyson with 16 points in a losing cause for the Eagles. It was Riverton winning at Voshall Gymnasium last night, 58-43. to Jack Palmer with 12 points in a loss for the Sockies. Bigsville West Central over Southeastern in Augusta, 65 to 49. A-Town beats Illini West, 55 to 32. Beardstown with a win over Bushnell Prairie City, 66 to 53. Pascal Gilavogi with 17 points in the victory for the Tigers. At the Monroe City Tournament last night, they contested the Boys Consolation Championship. It went to Louisiana, 57-55 over North Shelby. Derek Richards, one of those phenomenal young Infinity Stone players we've been talking about. He had 34 points last night to lead his team to the victory. Also, on the boys' side, Putnam County knocks off Scotland County 69-43. to And in southeast Iowa, it was Mount Pleasant beating Keokuk 56-48. to Men's college basketball, an exhibition game. But you know what? Jason Durst might have wanted it to count last night because HLG came within a whisker of upsetting Umzel. 77-81 was your final in that game. Brady Smith with 26 points in the loss for the Trojans. But that game was tied into the final two minutes. So what a job for the Trojans last night. They're starting to percolate a little bit in America's hometown. Do not lose track of them. On the girls' side last night, the Monroe City Tournament, after getting upset by Paris this week in the third-place game, the Palmyra girls bounced back and beat South Shelby 56-32. Megan Stone had 25 points in the victory. At Bowling Green, it was Highland with a victory over Bowling Green, 58-43. to Kennedy Flanagan, the future Western Illinois Leatherneck, with 14 points in the win. Gabby Dieters had 18 points in the loss. The Van Farr girls knocked off Western of Payson last night. 49 to, or Western Payson last night, 49-41. Jordan Walston with 15 in the loss there. Scotland County all over Putnam County, 51-20. to The Mark Twain girls who are starting to, to play some really good basketball take down North Shelby last night, 50-32. to The Clopton girls over Hannibal, 59-33. to Jillian Lockhart leads the Lady Hawks with 23 points. The freshman Bella Felkiner had 10 points as Hannibal slips back to the 500 mark at 3-3. Three and three. The Central League girls continue to gather steam. They beat Waco last night, 57-32. to Mount Pleasant, no match for Keokuk as Mackenzie Northup had uh, a huge night with 20 points and a 64-45 to victory. A tough luck loss for the Fort Madison girls as they are taken down by Bloomfield, 42-39. to Women's college basketball, Western Illinois loses by two last night after a furious fourth quarter comeback, 64-62. Danny Nichols with a new career-high 20 points in that one. In wrestling yesterday, Quincy High School ended up beating Granite City 50-25, to but losing to O'Fallon. In that uh, set of events, Blake Peter, Caleb Volley, Hunter Yawn, and J.C. Lackey, and Thomas Culp won all of their matches in both events. And more wrestling for you, Palmyra finishes second place in their event yesterday, beating Marshall, beating Carrollton, beating North Kansas City beating Penny, but losing in the championship round to Fatima of Westphalia, 49-30. to Okay, so that's all your scores. Coming up next, we're going to sit down and break it all down with Brian Ray. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on Talk Radio 930 WTAD and FM 103.3. Here's Chris Dewar. And welcome back to the Saturday Morning Ticket, everybody. Always an honor to be joined by Brian Ray, but a little history last night, a little personal history. Brian Ray picked up his 200th career victory at Payson, and that's just a great accomplishment in and of itself. But if I told you it only took you 268 victories to get there, my goodness, that's mind-blowing, Brian. And that says an awful lot about your culture, doesn't it? 
Yeah, I, I, I'm really uh, thankful to the kids that I've been able to coach uh, for these 10 seasons that I've been uh, at Payson, and all of them have put in great effort and attitude and bought into a, a system of play that, you know, kind of shares the wealth and allows them to be, uh, you know, playing some, some games that are meaningful each year and, uh, you know, helps out our, our school spirit and community as well. You do such a good job setting that mindset. And one of the things that we've seen this year is that these kids not only didn't lower their expectations based on last year, despite some really sizable, some would say even seismic graduation hits that you took, they actually raised their expectation level. And when you have kids that think like that, I've got to imagine, and you saw it in the summer, Brian, that that makes the entire job of what you do so much easier. It does. They're, they're good kids, and we've had a lot of good kids come through. Uh, and they could have easily, you know, listened to other people and just said, well, you're losing this, you're losing this, you're losing this, and, you know, it's going to be a struggle. But, but each group finds their own identity and uh, tries to build off what the, the group before them has left. And they've done a really good job of, of doing that. we still got a, a long way to go, a lot of, you know, things we got to take care of and get better at but uh i'm i'm just very happy that they've taken the bull by the horns taken some leadership and decided that you know they wanted to try to surprise people this year I'm going to blow my my own horn here just a little bit because I came to you a couple of years ago at Quincy University over a summer event and said, hey, who's that kid? And you said, his name is Cole Schwartz, and you're probably going to hear an awful lot about him over the next couple of years. I think people knew what Mr. Luce and Mr. Kennedy were going to bring the, to the table for you. Cole's ascent this year, how important has that been to what you've been able to do to this point? Well, it's been huge. It, it, you know, when you have a team that, has one score on it and the one score has an off night or the other team shuts a, shuts a guy down, uh, it, it starts to limit, you know, what you can do as a team and your success that you can have. Uh, Cole's done a great job to, to step up his game. Uh, he's starting to physically mature. He's maturing as a basketball player and it, it allows our kids to, to play and play together because we've got some guys that have really worked to develop their game, and uh, he's one of those main guys that have done that. One of the things I love about the way you coach, and you coach tough because you always have, and it's in a, I guess it, it probably comes, and your kids know this, from a place of love, which makes it easier for you to coach a little harder and to coach them a little tougher. But they don't back down from anything. Bad shooting night. Uh, you know, rough and tumble, whatever it is, that mindset, how quickly did you see that in this team this year, that mindset of we're going to go and we're going to just grind no matter what, no matter what's going on around us? Uh, it, it started again in the summer and, you know, it, in practice, um, they've just, they've been a real joy to coach. Uh, they've got along real well. They're, you know, good teammates, uh, good students. And it's, you know, it's, it's just a mindset they have and something we try to, to develop. And, you know, you said it, they know I love them and care about them. And they show that back to me by the, the effort and attitude they give and how hard they play. And, you know, it's just, it, it's fun to, to watch them grow. The you know, winning's fun. 
games are fun for them. I love practice because practice is where I get to interact with them most and get to see them all develop. And uh, they're just they're a pleasure to be around. You touched on that. You also, and I know this about you, you see the basketball game with a much finer eye than the rest of us. We all see 6-0 and and get super excited. What are the things that you think you most need to improve on, Brian, to get to that level that you see your team at, rather than the one that everybody else is kind of going, wow, Payson's really good? Well, we, we need to make sure we uh, continue to, to take good shots. We have to limit turnovers, we have to continue to box out and negate some of our uh, height deficiencies. Um, you know, we we need to continue to play quality defense and things like that. But, I mean, again, the, the records and, you know, rankings and this and that are, are fine and dandy and they're all for, for the kids and their families and the community and stuff. But for me, I just I honestly know it sounds cliche, but I really love practice and I love, you know, teaching them, trying to build habits. And, you know, some of the habits that we're building, we're, we're getting close. So hopefully by the end of the season, you know, all those little things that make up the whole will, you know, really be our strong suit and just, you know, continuing to play some tough opponents, uh, tough venues. Um, you know, I'm sure we're going to, take one on the chin or two here or there, bad game, and you know, get pounded. But that will only help build character in these kids and hopefully uh, give us a chance to, to do something possibly in the postseason. From your standpoint, and I know you're, you're, you're coaching, and your team is only ever as good as its weakest link, your bench has been really, really impressive. And I know everybody gets caught up and, you know, you kind of have name guys now from what they've been able to do. But when you bring guys off the bench, and you will play a lot of guys off the bench, that effort that you've gotten, how satisfying has it been able to watch those guys fit in as puzzle pieces for you? It was it was real good, and it's, it's been good so far. We, we're lower on numbers in the, the upper class from this year, uh, but some guys that – you know, people would call no-name guys have come in and, and done a great job and, you know, surprised me, surprised themselves, surprised our fans. Um, and they they compliment, you know, the rest of our guys and play their role really well. I'm you know, really, really happy with, with how those guys have played. I know it's too early in your career to be looking back at legacy, but when you see some of these, not just basketball players, but fine young men that have come out of your program that have gone on, some of them now beyond basketball, how proud does that make you? That's that's probably the thing I'm most proud of, and that they still love and care about uh, the kids that are playing now in the program and, um, you know, get messages, come back and, you know, step into practice and, you know, hey, coach, anything I can do for you? You need me to hold a pad or, you know, you want me to, you know, be the passer in this or anything, anything I help you with, uh, come into games, get a hug here and there, and, you know, just the, the things that they remember and the memories they made. And, you know, a lot of it's basketball, but also a lot of it's off-the-court stuff and, and how they have been part of this basketball family that we have and you know I'm, I'm very proud to see all those kids go in and do great things
Well, Brian Ray, congratulations on the hot start. Congratulations as well on career win number 200 at Payson last night. And continue to keep up the wonderful work and what you do for your community. Thank you. Congratulations to you and the marriage of your daughter. Oh, thank you, my friend. We're looking forward to that tonight. Now, there'll be probably more pictures on the Internet and hopefully not on YouTube that I care to see tonight, Brian. So take care, my friend, and thank you for the kind words. Thank you. And when we come back, we'll break it all down on the Monroe City Lady Panthers with our friend Cody Leonard. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on WTAD. Better bed, less money. Sleep Tight, 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Once again, here's Chris Dewar. Welcome back, everybody. We are joined right now by Cody Leonard, the head coach of the Monroe City Lady Panthers. And I want to start by going back to last year, Cody, with you a little bit. Just how motivational and just how much did you see your girls amplify sort of the disappointment of losing to Clark County last year in the playoffs? And how did that kind of drive this narrative forward for your girls going into this year? Well, I mean, it, it definitely motivated us. Uh, I mean, but with the same token, when we graduated, pretty big pieces off that team last year, and we got a lot of new faces on the, on the roster this year. But they they know kind of uh, our expectation or what we want to is to at least get back to the district championship and see what we can do from there. Um, you know, Jada has played in a district championship all three years so far in high school. So kind of one of the things is we, we want to be in that game and give ourselves a, a shot to win. For people who have not seen Jada Summer, she might be the most unique basketball piece, boys or girls in our area because she plays so huge, and yet she's not tall. And we've touched on it a number of times, but she really is a fulcrum point for you and a special one. You really can't amplify what she does unless you see her play, can you, Cody? No, and I mean, that's the thing that, you know, I think in the college recruiting part of the whole thing, I mean, it's going to take a college coach to kind of think outside the box, because the way we use her is the way we have to use her for us to be successful. But when you get some size around her, you can use it in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, I think she's five seven maybe, um, but she's going to get us ten rebounds a game and probably score about twenty points a game. Um, you know, this year she's proven that she can step out and hit some threes. Um, I've told people for years that she can shoot threes. Just we've kind of always been like, listen, get yourself in there because we know really good things are going to happen there. Um, you know, she's she's a tough matchup for. For most most teams, and uh, we're really lucky to have her, and we're we're hoping to ride this thing out this year and see how far she can take us. So a really funny thing happened on the way to a Monroe City Palmyra championship game tonight at your place. Uh, Paris stepped up and kind of spoiled the party, at least on the Palmyra side of the equation. But one of the things that we've noticed is that Paris is a problem, and it's not just Allison Moore anymore. There is a lot of nice pieces. How do you approach them and attack them tonight, knowing it's a little different matchup than maybe everybody else on the outside periphery was thinking you were going to face on Saturday night? Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we, we knew Paris is a good team. Um, I mean, we've been playing them for a couple of years. Uh, I mean, the Moore girl obviously is a, a pretty, pretty good talent there. Um, they got some shooters around and then anytime you can put a six, five girl in the middle and in, in girls basketball, especially in Northeast Missouri, um, that's, a, that's, that's a tough matchup for anybody. I mean, it's even hard for us to recreate that in practice. We don't exactly have. Monroe City is the town of midgets. We don't exactly have a bunch of <laughs> six, five people walking around where we can uh, we can throw, throw them out there. So, uh, 
No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough matchup. It'll be a good game. Uh, we have some history with them. We've had some pretty good games over the past five six years. So um, we're looking forward to it. it. Should be a live gym tonight. You're also the athletic director at Monroe City, and you have two two wonderful basketball teams on campus right now. And I know you've become a wonderful football town, but just to have that basketball vibe back and to have people so excited about Tuesdays and Fridays and Saturdays tonight, especially with your tournament, which is the oldest tournament in Missouri and always draws well, what's that kind of meant to the community right now, just to kind of have that energy crackling below the surface? Well, it's good. It's exciting. I mean, people are excited about sports there in Monroe City. And, you know, I mean, that's the... I think our, when Barson's playing, our gym is going to be pretty full, um, you know, and I don't think every community can say that, uh, you know, and it, it, it definitely shows our community supports what our what our kids are doing. Um, they're, they're proud of what the kids are doing, and um, it, it's an exciting time now for, for all our sports there at Monroe City. You brought your girls over to the pit for a spotlight game early and, and got beat by a very good Quincy Notre Dame team. Was that in some way good for you, Cody? Uh, kind of why I wanted it there. Um, you know, they're, they're obviously everybody knows what QND girls basketball is. Uh, we, we kind of wanted that challenge right there at the beginning, like, especially with the young team, just to kind of see what we we're made of. And, you know, we lost that game, but I, I was, I was real happy with the way we performed in the second half. I mean, right. the first half, we looked like we were clueless. Uh, we were down 10 at half, and very easily, you're down 10 at the pit. That could turn into down 30 in, in a heartbeat. Um, and we actually rallied back and took a three-point lead there in the fourth quarter. You know, they just had some some mental mistakes there at the very end um, that cost us the game. But I, I was real happy with the second half and the fight that we showed to to get back in that game and give ourselves a, a shot to win, you know. And, again, we wanted that game. We're also going to be in uh, your old shootout there later. It'll be the second time we'll be in the pit this year. With Central Southeastern. Yeah, great game. Yeah, with the tough Central Southeastern. So, you know, it's not the first time they've ever been in the gym. So, uh, you know, I I was happy with it, and it kind of refocused us. And Believe it or not, the first time ever that I was happy with a snow day, we got our camp game snowed out. It gave us a full week of just practice and able to almost kind of put a reset on things and kind of get refocused on uh, what we needed to work on. And so they understood that, you know, a young team doesn't always get that. Yeah, we won our very first game, but we did a bunch of things wrong. Well, a young team's just like, yeah, but we won. Well, now they can see we didn't fix those things. You're going to get beat. So since the, since that point, they've been really re- refocused in practice, practice, and, you know, we've been pretty happy with their, their effort level. Well, keep up the great work, Cody. I know you've got a big one tonight at 6.30 for anyone who makes it out to Monroe City, and it, it will be fantastic basketball. It always is. You've got a great game at 6.30. You've got a great game at 8 o'clock. Uh, you've got the early game, right, at 5 o'clock tonight as well for a third place? 5 o'clock, place. Yeah. yeah. So if you're, looking, boys, yeah. Yeah, if you're looking for something to do tonight, Monroe City is the place to be. And, again, always a pleasure to talk to the great Cody Leonard. Thank you, good sir, and good luck tonight with the showdown with Paris. Hey, thank you, and congrats on your daughter's wedding today. Thank you, my good sir. I will be keeping an eye on it maybe many many hours after the festivities. So good luck to you, Cody, again. And thank you all for joining us this week for the uh, the, uh, Sleep Tight Saturday morning ticket. That's it for me. We'll join you right back here next Saturday for more in local sports. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.